The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. Emergency Media Mash. Let's ride. Wow. Emergency. Emergency. We have things to talk about. We have things to wrap up. And we do it with Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, the originated done greater. And nobody tweets it better. Nobody gets the videos out quicker than our man, John Mashoda of The Athletic. I'm merely Newey Scruggs to help facilitate the conversation. Um, there have been some coaching uh, moves made by mm. the football team. So, Nick, since you work for the team, I'll oh. go ahead and let you start with the announcement of all these fine gentlemen that uh, they've decided to, hey, thank you for your services, and we wish you well in your future endeavors. Oh, uh, you want me to just take one? or yeah, just go down the list, man. Go ahead. I'll just we'll, say, we'll all, we'll okay. Just, I'll, I'll say the one to me that is the most surprising, and that's offensive line coach Joe Philbin. I thought the offensive line has showed uh, not only growth, um, they showed flexibility, versatility, and then you know there's been some some linemen over the last two or three years that have really I didn't think Tyler Biotish and and, and also uh, Terrence Steele would be playing at that level, and Tyler Smith. So Joe Philbin not getting renewed. That's the one that sticks out the most for me. Yeah, that would be interesting too. If everything goes to plan for the Cowboys and their offensive tackles for the next eight to ten seasons are Terrence Steele and Tyler, Tyler Smith, Smith, who you know obviously Joe Philbin helped develop and bring along, so that is I would say so. When I saw the list, um, I would say that yeah that and and then George Edwards would be one for me too, just because um, I think he did a lot to bridge some gaps uh, and obviously help with Micah Parsons and that linebacker group. And so I did not think – I mean, he's a guy that, you know, some talked about if Dan Quinn gets a head coaching job, yeah. that George Edwards could be D.C. He obviously hasn't experienced being D.C. Uh, for a long time with the Vikings. So um, that one surprised me. And I think um, even though he didn't say surprised, uh, just judging by Micah Parsons' tweet, I bet you Micah's a little yeah. surprised. And, and, and George Edwards was surprised. And, and Skip Pete was surprised, you know, and – I mean, you could say Skip Pete. I mean, Tony Pollard's in the Pro Bowl, you know, and, and the way he maximized and you got Zeke to take a step back. You know, there, there were all surprises. And, and Surprise. <laughs> my boots are back in Texas. You can't say surprise and me not I'm, think that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. But, Go on. yeah, I mean, George Edwards, you know, what he's done with Michael Parsons and, 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 and that linebacker group, and you brought up the fact that he could potentially, we thought, at least we thought, that's the problem, we don't know nothing. Right. Uh, we <laughs> thought he was a potential candidate to replace, you know, Dan Quinn, he's out of here. Just you know, from what I understand, he was he was shocked and surprised that that that, that he was let go. Um, I mean, what, let's let's not forget too when you're talking about surprises and also what this kind of means and who's making the ultimate decisions here. When the head coach loses his right hand man and assistant coach Rob Davis, that, that's right. That makes you kind of wonder too. Of you know, you, you brought him here. What did he do? And he, I mean, yeah, he didn't probably do anything you know it makes me kind of wonder is and jerry well, said it last year jerry did say he counted by number there's 29 coaches here and it didn't look like he was okay with that number so it makes you wonder are they are they are they just trimming this down trimming this number down well i mean yeah well you got the you know assistant you know leon let and, and, and some other stuff but okay, george hold edwards on, hold on hold on hold on what the dallas cowboys or if, if we're just if, if yeah. we're just, just going to keep it real the Dallas Cowboys should have the 
highest paid head coach, highest paid offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and the biggest coaching staff, the biggest scouting staff, uh-huh. the be- the best of everything. With the money that the Dallas Cowboys They're made. not the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. And none of the things I just said are true. They, they aren't in any of those areas. But And then to Nick's point, that, that was. That is a good point that you bring that well, up. He did mention that. So you, I, I but, guarantee but you it maybe was maybe he looks it. at it like there's nine people trying to make Thanksgiving dinner. You know? Like yeah. maybe there needs to be two. Maybe there needs to be one. You know? I yeah. mean, maybe the, the whole cooks in the kitchen that that could be part right. of what he's saying there's do we need 29 i people? just i just believe that again not being from here but have, now having lived here for about you know 12 years i feel like on the on the outside people think that the dallas cowboys have perception just, yeah the perception is every single thing every everything you look at from like team playing to the food they eat everything like that stadium everything like coaching staff everything non-salary cap wise they are and even with the salary cap that they're at the very top of every single thing I've seen this before when I covered the Best Lakers. Best team website. When I covered the Lakers. It was like, hey, you know, they do this first class, you do that. But they didn't want to pay the coaches. It's just what – it wasn't what they do. Uh, by the way, um, Leon Lett. Hold on, um, let's go back to that real quick. The Lakers don't? But, uh, really? I knew he was shaking his head for those driving in the car. <laughs> no, 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 no. And this was back when – I'm when, just thinking Phil and, and – so, And so what happened – Phil had a big chair. <laughs> but, but, so so this was pre I got there pre Phil. When I got there, Dale Harris was the coach. Okay, yeah. And and then they fired him and brought in Kurt Rambis. And that whole summer, the whole thing was about, you know what, man, you're cheap. You won't spend. And that ended up motivating Bus to go out and get yeah, Phil Jackson. That is, I guess you're right. That is a good perception thing, because I would never think that about the Lakers. I would think that the Lakers do spend as much as whether you're talking about for a GM or whatever. Well, look, he let he let Shaquille O'Neal go because he yeah. wanted to pay him and Kobe. He's like, yeah. I ain't paying too much. Yeah. It's just, you know, so so a lot of times there is a perception. Yeah. Of rea- Parcel's great. One of the great lines he had was his perception is reality. Yeah. And so that's what, what people thought. But everybody's got their thing. But well, but I don't know if we, we know 100% that this is down to Jerry not wanting to pay 29 coaches as opposed right, to maybe know. there doesn't need to be yeah. 29 coaches. You know, maybe you're looking at when we won three Super Bowls and all this kind of stuff, like what it was then. And I know that times are different, analytics and all that stuff, but I still think. Well, the Rob Davis one's interesting to me because the only other coach I covered here was Garrett, and he didn't have like an assistant head coach like that. So was there any other coaches before Garrett Did they, that had like a, a person in no, that role? No, no. And so, again, I wanted to. I wanted to say that these were Mike McCarthy's decisions, but when you when you when you do Rod Davis, yeah, that yeah. tells you that it may have come from the top, which is, you know, disappointing because if you're telling the man who can have on the staff, why are you keeping him? Okay, that why why, why are you keeping him? You get rid of six coaches, you know. We're blowing this thing up because you like him, but and, you want to make it look like changes we're getting rid of happening. six coaches. You're most likely going to lose Dan Quinn, so there's going to be more staff upheaval. Right. You know, and no telling who he's going to take with him, you know, if he gets yeah. a head coaching job. Right. Now, nah, he can only take one. Okay. Okay, one. Right. I, I mean, said no telling who he can take with him. I know, him. but he can so only take So he can take still take another. Guy. So that's Dan and another, whatever. I'm just saying, though, that what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. You know, well, what's the path forward? How are you going to take the next step? Because last year we came into this season saying the reason you're going to be better in 2022 is because the continuity, chemistry, the experience we got from 2021, we're all back. We're all a year old, and we got the staff together. Now everybody's on the same page, same offense, ready to take the next step. They failed to take the next step. They had the same record. Ultimately, they failed to take the next step. Well, they went, now, they went around farther in the class. 
They didn't take. They didn't. Well, this next step to me is getting to the NFC Championship game okay. and the close to the Super Bowl. They didn't do that. And I'm now saying that with a smile. I, I'm, now, I mean. now you're blowing the staff up, and with the owners next year, that you must take the next step because six coaches gone this year. Next year is going to be McCarthy. Yeah, there's no question about that. And now you have to do it with the whole new staff, implementing new systems. Potentially, because we still don't know what's going on with Kellen Moore, Kevin Moore, you know, and there's still some other coaches' contracts up that, that haven't been decided yet, you know. Uh, but, but so, let me say this though: that it does. The Rob Davis looks like it's 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 coming from somewhere else, but like Leon Lett, I mean, he kept Leon Lett because that's a favor to Jerry. But they didn't keep Leon Lett. I'm talking about yeah, Jason. I'm talking about from Jason's staff. I know, I know. I'm so in from Jason's staff. That's why I'm saying it. My point is is that it's hard to just look at these and go, all right, they have one you know, one meaning behind all of them. Because it's like, well, that looks like Jerry's saying, let's trim some coaches. This one looks well, like he this. Well, he might have said, well, you, you get Rob Davis, I'm getting your boy Leon Lett. And it might, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just, the way it works. You know, that's fine. But, 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 Can and, we just and, mention and, Kyle Valera by name since he's Yeah, and Kyle is, a guy who was, is, another, okay. is another guy who came from, from the Jason Garrett staff as well. So, and, and then, you, you know, you, you talked about Philbin, but I, got, I go back to Pete. You know, again, Pete's departure does not bode well for the future of Ezekiel Elliott because they're, they're tight. Yeah. And they have a connection with the agent and – that whole group is upset. I, I don't I don't like that move. I really don't. I look at it that Tony Pollard had the best year of his career. And not only, and I think Zeke had a better year this year than he did last year. Mm-hmm. Missed just a couple of games. It was close to a thousand, uh twelve touchdowns. I mean the vision that Skip kept saying at training camp was it worked. Right. And, and then Malik Davis looks like a pretty good young back and and all of us fumbled as many times as they did this yeah. year. Right. I mean that was that was a good year for the running back. And I've so like, I mean I, the entire time I've covered the team, I've never had a problem with the running backs coach. I mean it's been basically the whole time it's either been Skip Peter, or Gary, Skipper Gary, Skipper, and yeah, I right. I think they both have done. They were both did excellent. Yeah, so job. so none. You know, it, 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 you know, like I said, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I'm just saying that if you want to project, you know, you get rid of Skip Pete, it, it does not look good for for Zeke's future here. Yeah. And, I, and I know it's you know it was all the story that you know Zeke wants to come back. He's willing to take a yes. He's willing to pay cut. Of course, he's willing to take a pay cut. The question that do the Cowboys want him even at a reduced salary? My my thing though that you mentioned that really stu- that stood out to me is the thing about the change in coordinators and you got to change the schemes and everything like that. One, I don't think you change a lot of the schemes. You're going to bring in someone that hey, how are you going to best utilize if if there is a change in defensive coordinator if Dan Quinn does get a job. Also, there will not be anywhere close to the change that there was from going from 20, if you hired the right defensive coordinator, from 2020 to 2021. I mean, going from what they did with Mike Nolan to what they did with Dan Quinn in one year, the way they turned it around. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the players you have. And so yeah. a lot of those players there, the key players are going to be back. So, I mean, yes, it will be a transition. It's not going to be smooth. It's going to, you know, there's going to be bumps along the road. But I'm, I'm just saying this isn't like college where you're just like they're changing up the whole scheme. No, now we got to recruit I agree, different but, players. But, but everybody don't communicate what Dan Quinn does. Absolutely. And every no. coach is not, you know. But let me just say, when you have Micah Parsons in this defense, if Dan Quinn does leave, this is a very attractive defensive coordinator job. No, I agree. That, that, so, and, I mean, and there's a lot of head coaches out there that have been released in the last two two years that would gladly be the defensive coordinator oh, of this team. They're very good. I know coaches. a guy a guy in Denver who um who was um who said that he had the, the book out on right. Dak Prescott last year. There you year. go. It's certainly an option. But Joe Witt too. I mean Joe Witt's yeah. still here. Joe Witt is an option. Now, my I question just is about that though, because of the fact of if you look at Mike McCarthy's track record, his defensive coordinator is generally someone who has head coaching experience. So, do we expect 
any more changes. We're getting ready to talk to Mike McCarthy at the top of the hour. You can watch it on DallasCowboys.com. Or do you think this is it? Well, I mean, I think the quarterback coach is is, is up. I mean, I, I don't know that, you know, the um, – the uh, I can't even think of Scott McCurley. I think his contract's up. You know – The linebacker coach, Scott McCurley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, so I, what do we do there? You know, and, and you, you get rid of George Edwards, you keep McCurley? You know, McCurley failed, as a, as, you know, in his first year. And and I guess I go back to you saying the decision of defense coordinator, but Mike McCarthy made a bad decision on his first to keep his right. defense coordinator. For sure. You know, so it's not a home run. It's not a – yeah, guarantee. That, I agree. That, that, that you're going to get I'm a guy. I'm sure everybody in, in this building, if they could sign off on it, would be like, we got to do whatever we can to keep Dan Quinn. But I'm just saying it's going to be tough to keep No, him. no, no. So, yeah, all of that. So, so I don't – there could be more people, like I said. You know, and, and again, that's why it's, you know – well, let me ask How do you this. feel good after the way the season ended with all the, with all the coaching changes? What makes you feel good going into the offseason right now? Well, let me ask you this. Before the answer that, let me say this. Mike Nolan and Dan Quinn. I mean, obviously, huge difference, yeah. right? Would you rather have Mike Nolan and Micah Parsons or Dan Quinn and, and Leighton Van Der Esch, like he had? I still think Dan Quinn would do more with what Mike Nolan did than with that defense. You'd rather so you would rather not, have no, 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 no I'm no, asking yeah, because because I know mean, you're trying to get me on the gotcha. I'm not. No, I'm not trying to get on the gotcha. I'm trying to say like I don't deal with hypotheticals. Okay, but but you're saying like oh what a huge difference it was between Nolan and I'm not I'm like Nolan apologist. That's a really good question. I'm just saying, but Micah Parsons. Was, I'm very pro player, so I, th- I'm I, really torn on this. Okay, but, but but I guess what I'm saying is this: I'm I'm, I'm I, I I've been around here. The question. No, I've been I'm around sorry. here for a long time. Okay, yes, and we've had have. great defensive coordinators before, Rob Marinelli, who were rigid Monty in what they were Monty doing. Kiffin? No, I'm not who, in there. who were rigid in what they were Rob doing. Ryan, Let no. me finish. Yeah, sorry. Rigid in what they were doing, how they used players. Yeah. One reason why this guy named Watt wasn't here, okay, because he didn't fit the profile. So you can say that. Everybody would do what they did with, with Michael Parsons. I don't know that because some people will pigeonhole him and say, you're a linebacker, you're going to play a linebacker. True. Uh, okay. Fair. So, he may not have seen you know, the vision. So, so everybody right. don't see the vision. I've been That's around fair. there with coaches That's who fair. are great, considered great defense coordinators who pitch it, who say, this is how we do things, how we've always done things, and we're not doing it any other way. That's fair. I don't know if, if Dan Quinn was the one that got him to say, let's rush the passer. Let's take a break. We knew it was going to be, it was take going to be strong. When we come off. back, breaking news that is affecting one of the Dallas Cowboys coaches. Let's dive into that next with John Bichotte of The Athletic, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, Clarence Hill, Fort Worth Star-Telegram has breaking news. So go ahead and let right here during the break. I'm going to be scrolling. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, 
you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back back, back, to Media Mash. Media Mash. Kubiak. Here we are. Second segment. Fireworks in the first one. Good debate here with John Mashoda, the Athletic. We got Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, and the oldest, longest tenured beat writer on the Cowboys. He is Clarence Hill. Hey. Could, Saw his first road road playoff win last week. I did. Oh, yes. that's right. They did. That's yes. right. Which it technically wasn't a step because you said that they didn't take a step from oh, yeah. last year. That was, well, that was a step for you. Update that bio on your Twitter page. I did. Okay. I did update. Like I, I added the playoff win. I already oh, did. Like I added you took a step. Look like you took a step. question. This yeah. is not on the sheet. Yeah. Why is it when you take that selfie on the airplane after on the road trip? Why why do you always look so and before, like, mad? And before. I'm not yeah. mad. No, it's it's first of all it was it's early in the morning. Like, I know it was early in the morning. That that one was I mean it was early in the morning. And so I'm not happy. Even it's when 6 you leave though, even when you're going to the place, you've got that like the little the because, bubbles because, that says like really? You know, like he's got that. Okay, like, okay, sir, sir. I know sir. you're not gonna be cheesing like hey. Yeah, I'm not gonna be cheesing. Okay. And so I'm trying to first of all, you're trying to take a selfie, you got people walking around you, so you're trying to do it quick. And you know, and you know, it's just a lot of things going on. I got it. You know, got people, you know, seating, and you don't want to get them in the picture, you're just trying to do a quick self. Well, you're I, in first I, class. There I, shouldn't be a lot of that riffraff really, going on. You were for Sarti, you first class, class talking. Hey, hey, hey. What you gotta do with Sarti? I don't see KXAS and we five in first class. And we won't. Okay. That's reserved for I don't see Dallas Moore Noon That's reserved for Rodney Harrison and other people like that. It ain't coming to me. But that's I just do that for my people. I got people that enjoy that stuff. You know, just, you see all the comments, especially on, I mean, people enjoy it. I just, it's, it's. I learned so many things. It's called things. feeding the beast. I learned so many things based off of your Facebook that, <laughs> and, and stuff that I didn't even know even existed. Oh, yeah, like just the stuff that you retweet and, and tweet and comment. What? Go down. There's one right there. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? Going into combat. Like, what? <laughs> Are you about to play? It's like he's you got going a camo on. on. It's like getting sent over with the troops. Why are we doing this? Why are you putting it on the camera? Is that for the ladies? <laughs> it was early in the morning, man. I hate to listen. Late night games. I, I mean, people understand. Late night, and, and, and you said it best though. Late night games. He got ninety four comments, so so that I, I'm just telling people. There you go. People there you talk. Ninety four comments. So. Yeah. make it ninety five. Hey, late night games. Early in the morning flights. We have to get back. We're trying to get back for this, especially after when the season's over. Oh, I know. It's just a thankless trip. But people don't understand that you get the guys to go to the road games, you get to have fun, you cover yeah. the this Cowboys. Is, this is leaving. That's so. leaving. This is leaving. Leaving. You know, a, little, that, a little better. You know, he doesn't look as tired. What you are know? you wearing? I'm wearing make, a, make a shirt. Make, make a shirt. Makes it's, it's gold. Crap. Yeah. Oh, it's got like a red lightning bolt. I didn't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, that's one of our things, too. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, 
it's it's, it's thankless yeah. to a certain extent. I mean, yeah, we get we get paid to write football, go to games, but but. Oh yeah, we're not digging uh, up all there. night. I'm up all night writing three or four stories. I've done that. <laughs> sleep two hours. You got to get on this flight, come back, trying to get back to the locker room. It's just I've done this for 27 years. My favorite is when people are asking me like after the game, like, "Oh, did you get so and so? Did you get so and so?" Uh, no, I walked with Jerry Jones halfway around the stadium and then talked with him with three other reporters outside of his car. Like, it's not like anywhere <laughs> close to just, you know, like, like just covering the seams just different than. Right. So, yeah. so are you a, are you a window guy? It's definitely a window. You're a window guy or you're an aisle no, guy? I'm mainly an aisle guy, but sometimes early morning I get the window so I can go to sleep. Okay. I was sleeping. Using, yeah, using, so the, people hey, using the exit sign as a pillow? Because some people, I hate Sir, when people. Are, are, you, are you willing to comply? Yes. yes. <laughs> Say yes. No, it, it, wake me up. I'll comply. No, it's, it's the people that need to go to the bathroom that wake you up to walk across you. Yeah. And, you know, you, and you want them to wake you up because you don't want them to just like hop over you. Well, and they, I you mean, know. They, ain't no room to hop over anymore. I mean, you got yeah, they got to wake There's you up. A little yeah, bit so, of room, probably. So when I'm trying to sleep, not, not on these. Not, not on <laughs> when I'm trying to sleep, I'm, on, I'm, I'm trying to get a window so I don't bother you me. Make okay. it back in time for a locker room cleanup. No, I didn't I make it back say. in time because I mean, early. why would they do the locker room at eleven? I don't know. I didn't. I don't think anybody was in there. One person was in there. All right. Good for them. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, get, right I don't know now. how we got down my Twitter timeline, my, my, my Facebook timeline. I started it. But, but, I put the, us but, in the but, ditch. But, 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 bottom line, but, but let's keep it real. I mean, 27 years. That's, and I, I, I like how we say, and it, it is cool to say, well, what happened in 96 not on this team. It's I, the Cowboys. I say that. You, you're added to the ledger, though. You, you've you added to right, but the 26 years. So, no, that's not on this team, but this is the team. This is th- this is the job. This is the, the the monkey on the organization's back. It might not be on your back, but it's on the organization. It is 27 years. So, yes, that uh, had nothing to do with what happened in 2007, but you've added to the ledger now. So it's still all can of – Can we talk it, about that for a second? It's all of yours. It's, talk, uh, it's, it's all of that. Can we talk about the monkey on the back? Let's talk about the monkey. I did find it interesting how I don't know if you ended up writing off this or not, but in that walk off with Dak, mm. when you asked him about the monkey on his back, he was and he pissed. was very like, not there's pissed. not, yeah, he wasn't pissed, but it was very like, well, first of all, when you asked it, the first thing I thought, especially because they were going to San Francisco, is there's that like really famous video after the the Niners when that Super Bowl with Steve Young, and right. he tells like an offensive oh, line or something I like, could you that. finally pull, you know, yeah, right. So, so I thought that's it's the most cringiest video. It, it is, it is, but you've seen that. it a million but, times. But, so. but my point is, people, no. they don't want to talk about it, but we right. know it's there. And I'm just saying how fast he responded to like, no, that's not, that's something that you're putting on us. We're not putting that on ourselves or whatever, but yeah, that was interesting. I mean, yeah, you can say that we're not putting on ourselves, but it's the organizational thing. You yeah. know, it's 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 same reason why you get all the attention because of what they done back yeah. then. Sure. You're not getting the attention because of what you're doing now. You signed you're up getting a, you're, you're getting the attention. You're getting you're, you're making the money. You're making you're on all these commercials because you're the quarterback of the Dallas Football Cowboys. So and then Jason let me Garrett, ask you this: and it's because of all the stuff that's been done in the past. Would there be more pressure on Dak Prescott right now, or less, if we'll say the Tony Romo era? They would have reached a Super Bowl, reached an NFC Championship game. I just think that he'd still, that Dak would still have it regardless of that because it is year seven, and the expectations with the Cowboys are that you should be able to make a run every. No, four it, or five it would years, it I would guess. still be high. Yeah, but it, the hill is just so. I mean, it's just so much junk on top of it now. I mean, it's right. twenty eight years. I mean, again, your kids. 
my kids, my kids have grown up never knowing the Cowboys to be winners. Okay. Yeah, I think most they, of the players probably haven't. I mean, so all this stuff might well be Greek mythology. Yeah. You know. Wow. Wow. I'm serious. I they, mean, they, they teach it in school now. They, they, I'm saying. There I'm, was a time. I mean, there was a time. I mean, listen, Socrates was at the Cowboys game. I mean, and that, saw they, Aikman. I mean, they, these people, these people today don't know nothing about the Cowboys being winners. I mean, my daughter just see the Cowboys going to win. They never. I mean, they don't. They have no recollection. They have no confidence in this organization doing anything beyond what they've done. I will say, Michael Jackson popping out of that sta- uh. out of the top of that stage does seem like a long time ago in Pasadena. Because <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was 30 years ago. You know, and, the, and so. John, it, I was 22. Just living your best life. And so, it, so it's so when you go into this game, how do you feel? I don't know. Thirty years ago, I don't. How do you believe? How do you have belief? I don't know, man. Like I really did think, like I I didn't pick them to win the game, but up until the Tony Pollard injury, I was like, man, they yeah. kind of got him right where they wanted. Well, no, they had a good chance to win, but at the end of the day, they didn't. Yeah, you know, no, you're and, right, you're and right. that's where we are. But I'm talking I'm about going saying, into like, the game. In the everybody, game last what do you year, think? I said they got a chance to win, but yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, I wouldn't thought, put any money on it. I thought yeah. they were going. I thought you know, you know you know you watch we watch the game. I mean, anything, any sport, you can see. If you watch enough football, basketball, you can see in about five minutes. You can tell like, you know, you get surprised every now and again, but you can pretty much tell who's better than the other team. Yeah. And this one was really close, but when they were driving there before the half. It looked like the Cowboys were 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 better. Oh and, yeah. It, and, and then when Pollard got hurt, I remember just thinking. They're not. They're not going to win this game. And yeah. then the pick happened right afterwards, and play. it was like, yeah, they, they definitely. Yeah, they and you, everything has to go. And right. I'm telling you, like the first series, if you if you put their first defensive series in this game up against their first defensive series at AT and T Sam last year, yeah. it was like two different teams. No, yeah, like they, they came. Were, out, I was like, damn. And, yeah, and, okay, and, yeah. and let's let's address Carlos Watkins. Is, yeah, they can play, Let, let's yeah. address that because there's this notion that the defense played well enough to win, and when you take a step back and say, yes, they did. They only gave up 19 points, but. As coach used to say, you play the game you asked to play that day, okay? Yeah. And yes, they gave up one touchdown. They shouldn't have gave up that one touchdown. You know, sure. they should not have gave. So to act like the defense, quote unquote, overall play winning football, catch the pick. Mm-hmm. That was you know when Dak throws the ball, pops up, they get it. Catch the pick. You've yeah. been a turnover team all year. Catch the pick. Uh, when you have a chance to blow somebody up and and and, and not on the same drive. The tight end, just, make the play. Just going after yeah, old Trayvon. No, I'm just saying, but you. <laughs> no, I know. You, right. Oh, and I'm not going after Trayvon. I'm just saying that there the, are there. Are, so yes, there are plays the defense could have made that could have changed the a, game. I got another one. You're making you're making it though. When I hear you say it though, I, I have an argument with that, and that's that for all of that to happen, you're asking the defense to almost play perfect. Where I thought they played really good to great in that game. Where all I thought the quarterback needed to do was just be solid to good. No, I, I, I hear you. We, we are readily understanding and accepting that the offense did not play well. The quarterback turned the ball over. That ultimately cost them the game. Yeah. The idea that the defense played well enough to win, they yeah. played winning football, that's not true either. They could have. Yeah. I'm just saying that if you, to be a champion – Make the plays, and that's on offense and defense. I'm sorry, you. There were chances. This defense had a chance to make plays, like Fred Warner. Make the play. Yeah, champions make plays. That goes on both sides of the ball. When it's 16 to 12, and they've got the ball at the 11 minute mark, it's similar to that Eagle game. Yeah, you, where it's like, all right, the field. you're in this game still, and the defense has kept you in it. And then, then for them to go on eleven, you know, yeah, eight, you, eight minute drive. Your down defense to the defense has to get off the field. But yeah. I. I 
I'm 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 actually in between y'all. Yeah, we're both I, there's I no agree. question the quarterback can't turn the ball over. There's no question they didn't have enough playmakers, especially when Tony Pollard got out the offense. Should have they need more from the offense. But the notion of the defense play championship football is wrong. I yeah. I, I I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna agree with that. that but, that's but they, wrong. But I'll I'll take my chances on them playing like that again and, no, and, you will. and hope that but, you know But you, but again, you know you play the game. You're asked to play that day. That day, the defense was asked to not give up nothing. Let's get another break in here. When we come back, I will talk about that breaking news in the National Football League that if they oh, yeah. Cowboys coach. <laughs> we will do that. With Clarence we're down Hill, a rabbit hole Nick down Eatman, by, that, by Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Newey Scruggs, the Meaty Bash on DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Newey Scruggs on the Media Match along with Clarence Hill, Nick Eatman, and John Mishota. The Carolina Panthers have hired Frank Reich to be their next head football coach. Kellen Moore had uh, interviewed for the job, so he will not become the head coach of the Panthers. I don't think he'll become a head coach of any team this offseason go around here. So, with the changes... Do we anticipate Kellen Moore being back? We will talk to the head coach, Mike McCarthy, at the top of the hour. Clarence. Kellen Moore has one year left on his deal, you know, and and there's a thought process that to, to take the next step, you need to make things, change things for Dak Prescott, make him more uncomfortable, do something that that's going to get him. I don't know. I mean, numbers-wise, the offense looks good. In the playoffs, it has not. And those – Curl routes, stick routes, whatever you do. I mean, this this whole Jason Garrett offense stuff. I think it's it's kind of stale. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, you, you might need to move on to take the next step. That's a, that's a tough one because, I mean, there, there are times when, you know, I, there's been some plays, not every, you know, not every series or maybe one or two a game, but I thought even in the, like, in the first playoff game, I thought there were a lot of plays where I thought, you know, it was really good. I mean, what they, what people asked of Kellen Moore after the 49ers loss last year was you got to get CD involved. You got to figure out how to get Pollard involved and, and scheme them open. And I thought they, he did a nice job of that this year. Um, but I'm 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 still to the point where if you're going, you have to stick with Dak from a number standpoint, salary, and I do think that maybe it's time for a different voice. And just because Jerry may maybe he wanted to make a move, but I mean you're not going to make a move if the guy's interviewing for a job, you know. So, but my my thing is I was just talking about else, else about it. If you move on from Kellen, who are you moving to? Right. Yeah. I mean I don't. Yeah, I don't choices in the building. Yeah, but I, that that's. Offense coordinator choices? Yeah. Yeah, oh. you do. Schottenheimer. Brian Schottenheimer? Yeah. I, I, I thought you were talking about the head coach taking it over. Um, you, you've got him? I mean, you've got cho- you've got choices. How do you feel about Cliff Kingsbury? Um, can somebody get a hold of him in Thailand? I thought he's in Thailand. Yeah, coming back. You but, don't uh, think they know about the Dallas Cowboys in Thailand? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, um, I'm just saying, I think, I think that no, if I would Kellen Moore in, doesn't I would not bring in Cliff Kingsbury, no. What okay. is, what if is, he doesn't get a uh, head coaching uh, job, I think Kellen Moore will end up being back. But I also agree that— well, he's not that, getting a head coaching job. Well, okay. But I'm just saying that um, I, I'm not down on him the way—I feel like there's a lot of people that— have, like they're dug in on it's either it's either Dak's fault or it's Kellen's fault and you take one side or the other and I don't think that either of them are terrible you know I, I think mm-hmm. that one you're not moving on from Dak because I think it would be foolish even if he wasn't under the contract I'm not moving on from Dak Prescott because there's a far greater chance you get back to Quincy Carter Vince Vinny Testaverde years then you're going to be to find the next Dak Prescott or the next Tony Romo or whoever's in that so you have to find something that's going to make him better than he was this year and maybe that means you have to go uh, uh, with a different play caller to just change things up, just to change things up. I mean, I. Well, yeah, see, I think that's part of it. It's not like Kellen Moore's done a bad job. I think. But he's you know done what I'm talking job. about. You go on Twitter, but man. You, People think oh, he's yeah. like the worst guy that's ever no, called no. a play, and you're just like, you really think it's just him? You really no, think it's, that it's all on him? No, it's not just him, and it's just not, and it's not just Dak. But a different voice. Maybe it's time for a different voice because yeah. too much is on the line now. I mean, you know, Mike Would McCarthy. Would you rather have Kellen Moore back or Mike McCarthy called the plays? McCarthy called the plays. Um, I, I, you know, Bill Parcells is out here. He did that thirty third team, and he he went down the Cowboys, and and he thinks that uh, he says uh, right here on says Super Bowl winning coach said he likes what he sees from the team on defense, but on offense, particularly Kellen Moore's play calling is hurting the team. Okay, Bill and he said also that. said about yeah, and he also said about uh, he said about Dak Prescott quote um, they don't have a top. Top quality quarterback in Dak Prescott, but I do think he's good enough to win with. Yeah, I mean, I think he's good. I mean, yeah, see, that's, what, what, this guy won with Ray Lucas and Quincy Carter to the playoffs. What, what, what drives me crazy yeah. is the, so is he, the notion. He's going to think that way. I'm yeah. sorry, I, I don't. Well, I but, love but Bill, he, but he I'm just saying. But he don't have he's to. A, think that he, way. He's a bus driver. But but, but he he likes bus okay. But what I'm saying is this: you don't even have to look at Quincy Carter. Really, you can look at Brock Purdy. I mean, yeah. You know, you don't have to look do that. What I'm saying is that the idea that Dak shows he can't take you to the Super Bowl. That's not true because Black Purdy or Jalen Hurts is going to take somebody to the Super Bowl this year. But they make right, a but million a year. Huh? Yeah. But they no, make a million that. a year. No, I'm, we're not talking about money-wise. I'm talking but about the player. But you have about, to because yeah, okay. the, the talent because of those teams. That's, okay. how you get, that's how you acquire Christian McCaffrey on your team where you go get A.J. Brown because you can go do that stuff. And the minute Dak I don't, got a I don't think that 
the Cowboys' lack of weapons this year, letting Amari Cooper go, choosing to sign Gallup, choosing whatever, they made this. They could have kept Amari Cooper. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, they could have. It had nothing to do with Dak's money. Okay, they could have kept Amari Cooper. They could have added more weapons. They could have spent more money. It had nothing to do with Dak. Every time having... he brings this up, though, I just have a thought of just like. Wow, would we really be sitting here just so shocked if Amari Cooper was on the field and they still lost that Niners? No, game? I'm like, just. I, I'm getting. He's I, not DeAndre Hopkins, is what I'm getting. I, so. I agree. I'm just using him as an example. Right. What I'm saying is, I, everybody this goes team, back to it because it's like clearly team, the worst decision the, they made. When I talk about those guys, though, I talk about the weapons around them. Okay, week in and week out, the Cowboys stepped on the field with the worst receiving core on the field. Okay, and Brock Purdy, yes, he's on a contract. I'm just talking about Debo. I'm talking about his weapons that yeah, they have. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the notion, and you could talk about money, I'm talking about the notion that you can't win with Dak Prescott, the player. If you give him weapons, they can take the next step. Dak Prescott is not a player that can uplift, which Stephen Jones told us last year. Well, he's a franchise quarterback paying him $40 million. He can uplift lesser areas on the team. That's wrong. I'll tell, I, I'll tell you what's disappointing. That, that's I'll, wrong. T- I'll tell you what was disappointing. And he's making forty million a year, so therefore you've got to find the cheap weapon. No, I, I'm, uh, we're saying the same thing. It's just harder to go get those weapons because you've got a you've got a really 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 expensive bus driver. I, right. So now you've got to get you've got to find a Tony Pollard in the fourth round, and he's got to produce early. You've got to get cheap weapons to do that on their that, first I'm, contract. Okay, I, I guess all of that's true. I'm just saying that. Dak Prescott, the player, is not a non-starter when it comes to taking the team to the Super Bowl. No, now, I mean, if you that, just that's tell all me, I'm saying. If you, you just can tell win me a, he cleans you up can the get to the yes. Because they could have done because as we said, if you don't have the picks, they win this week. Yeah. You know, so it, it, even with the money, but but overall, and I hear what you're saying, and we've had this conversation. You know, they didn't win with Mark Cooper. There's no guarantee they win with with Mark Cooper next year. The difference between last year and this year, the entire team was better last year. The defense was better last year. The offense wasn't. And I'm just saying, I do not like going into a season taking a step back talent-wise on offense. You thought last year's team was better than this year's team? No, I said this year's team was better. Me and John oh, have had this conversation. I you said last year, no, 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 oh, okay. no, no, no. He, 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 he he's saying say that, that didn't he? he said, I didn't mean it. Last we've year, been having this, this year's team is better. This year's team was overall better. Overall, defensively, everywhere else, it was better team. Yeah, I agree. So yes, they had the same record. They did the same thing they did with Amari Cooper, played but they a, were a lesser team on offense. Played in a much tougher division. Yes, and they and I mean, look at the they were final, a lesser team than the, they were the final four teams that are still standing right now. I mean, they they played. They're two and two against those teams. You know, they they were they played a much tougher schedule this year and they held their own. They had better quality wins. Yeah, they had, they had a better I team. Agree. I agree. But I, at the end of the day, the goal yeah. is to, to not, you know, be even. It's not to be the same. It's to take the next step. And I don't know how you can take the next step with lesser players. John? I mean, I pretty much made my case on this. Like I I, I thought they made a mistake by let going of letting go of Amari Cooper, but to me, the way I look at Amari Cooper is, in a way, and, and I don't think he's as good as Scottie Pippen, but Scottie Pippen has gotten better in the last decade by everybody that likes to hate on 
the, like that's pro LeBron and likes to hate on Jordan. All of a sudden, just like oh, they didn't he didn't do anything before Scotty, and all of a sudden, it just like you put him this level. Like I watched all of those. Like yeah, he was a really good player, but it wasn't like it was like he was the reason that they won. Michael Jordan is the reason. And then like now that the every week that goes by that they didn't have Amari Cooper, it's just like he keeps getting better and better. Like we haven't seen games that really mattered for the Cowboys or last three or four years that Amari Cooper was on the field and he didn't really do much in those games. So that's the only reason why I'm saying that. I, I get where you're coming from. They would have been better with Amari Cooper, but there's also that if he's out on that field on, on Sunday, I also don't sit there and go, oh, they would have won that game for no, sure. No, I'm not where, saying where that. I'm telling you, if, I, if Tony I, Pollard doesn't get hurt, I feel very good that they win that game. Let's switch gears here because we've we got five minutes left in the show. McCarthy comes up the top three o'clock. What do you what do you want to know from head coach Mike McCarthy? Who called that very last play? No, I'm just kidding. Uh Kellen Moore. Who designed No, I don't think he did. Kellen Moore. No, I don't when watching the TV copy over again, I don't that's that's a Don Fossil play. No, what I what I what I what this is what I heard. They did not expect the Fort Nile to play that defense. Mm. That play well, they called the timeout. <laughs> this Fort Nile's called the timeout. That play was designed for them to play coverage. Yeah, yeah. And you know, a coach told me the Fort Niners played more aggressive on that final play than they did on the third down play. They did not expect them to blow up Zeke and blow up like in blitz. Yeah. Because they thought they were gonna play coverage. Like most teams, you know, you're gonna play coverage. So that's why that play looked like it did because the Fort Niners, the way the Fort Niners played, they did not expect the Fort Niners to play that defense and be that aggressive on that play. So basically my, my biggest question will be how how do you get Dak better? How does Dak get better? How do you, how do you get Dak to take another step? Because it's, this is a quarterback league, and and for them to go far, he's going to have to play better. How do you how this offseason, How do you make things? How do you make Dak Prescott better? I don't know that, and and I and I like that question. Dak needs to be better, be better. Yeah. Okay. Or be what he was. Right, but I'm just saying okay. that question's very open because it's not just about Dak. It could be also he could say yeah. we need to get what, him more what, help. I guess I mean, what I'm saying is. His track record the first six years is Dak is not a, a, a turnover quarterback. Right. Can Dak be better and be that quarterback and not necessarily elevate to take the next step? Yeah. Just be who you were last year. Yeah. You know, can we get Dak to not try to do too much, not try to be aggressive, take the checkdowns? I understand that, you know, there were several, six or seven checkdowns in that game that he did not take. You don't necessarily have to. Jack doesn't necessarily have to morph into some great quarterback. But he needs just to be, be better a, than he was this year. Is right. What I'm saying. Be so even better. if that means doing things he did before right. this, that's fine. But yeah. he needs to be Get better back than to, he was this and, year. And history's, you know, don't say Dak, you're forty million dollars. I need you to make a make the difference for this team. Dak, be who you are. Be the be the smart. We we paid you money. We didn't pay you forty million dollars because you're Aaron Rodgers or because you're Patrick Mahomes. We paid you money because you're a leader. You're a good decision maker. You're a smart guy. Be that guy. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'd almost rather look back than look forward because I don't know if he's going to give you a whole lot looking forward. But but if you were to do that, I, I would I would say, what is your what is your running back situation look like? Like like obviously you're going to say that you love Zeke and what everything he does for you as a running back and a center. But uh, also fullback, like, yeah, fullback. <laughs> you know, but but what is what is that? Was the running back situation look like? You know, I mean, can you? You have Pollard coming back, but it, but then he's got to get re-signed. It's just so much up in the air. Again, I don't think he's going to give answers. I'm just like that's yeah. a, that's a question there. And can you figure out a way to get Bijan Robinson to fall 26 spots? That's wow, figure can he? Will he? Is Tyler Smith your left tackle? Yeah. The question Absolutely. is: Is Tyler Smith your right tackle? When is Terrence Steele going to be ready? Yeah, that's true. 
Why are you looking at me like I'm doing the chords or something? I don't no, know. because you're. I mean, I, I I can't remember. He has a torn Achilles no, uh, or a torn, a torn ACL. ACL. Yeah. You know, with, I don't know that he'll be ready for the start of the season. You go, you need a right tackle. I think he would be ready for the start of the season. I mean, I, again, every player is different. I get it. But if you're if you're wide receiver that has surgery in February is is able to play in week four of the season, I would think. Terrence Steele, who got hurt in the Colts game or the it was Houston, December. Houston it was game, December, yeah. early right. December. It's gonna be close. I, I, yeah, you're right. It'd be a bit close. Big lineman, you know. Well, like I'm saying you stuff. just need you. You first of all, I don't. Peter's not coming back. We're, you're not really. I don't know if you're comfortable at your backup tackles right now. Uh, you yeah. need you need some insurance. Who's at coaching tackle. them? How about Lunda Wells? Who's calling plays? Maybe Jeff Glasgow. There we go. We can find that top down. Who's calling the plays? Who's your coordinator? Lots to get into. Head coach Mike McCarthy coming your way at 3 p.m. Live, time right, right here, here so. on DallasCowboys.com. This is the Media Mash for Clarence Hill. Get that energy drink in, baby. Got, mm-hmm. I know you're ready for McCarthy. Go go round and round with head coach Mike McCarthy. Got the energy drink. Uh, I don't know if that's the official energy drink of the Dallas Cowboys. Do they have we'll official energy drink? Yeah, got official earth thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick Eman. Some official Super Bowl in 27 years. I'm, Got five of them over there. And John Michelle, I'm Goodbye. 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 This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!